Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. All right, everyone. Today I'm here to talk about a movie that is one of the classics of the Harrison Ford action kind of kind of deal. I feel like this would, this could pretty easily get lumped in with something like um, The Fugitive or, or something like that. Um, it's it's definitely a movie that I'd heard references to. It's definitely a movie that I knew of. But I'd never seen it before, and um, and I saw it was on Netflix, and I figured, you know, it might be might be something fun to watch. Um, wait, hold on, hold on. He was in he was in Patriot Games. I didn't know that. Huh. Yeah. So that kind of stuff. Clear and present danger. I never heard of that either. Huh. But yeah, like the fugitive. Um, Patriot Games, whatever the other one I said, and and this, I feel like are these are kind of like his '90s action, like the, the the sort of heyday for all that stuff when he was when he was kind of doing that stuff. It was like, um, I mean, obviously he got really famous for Star Wars and Indiana Jones, so he's kind of doing different roles as he got to move out of that. And um, I feel like I knew him for that just as much as I knew him for his defining roles like Han and, and Indy. So I was excited to, to check this out because I really like Harrison Ford. And, you know, I, I'm not a I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, but I love Indiana Jones. So I was 100% down to, to check this out. And um, and I got to tell you, I thought it was pretty enjoyable. Um, I'll be honest with you. And this is probably not something that I should admit because I'm supposed to be like a professional. I don't know anybody who's like telling me that I am, but like, I mean... I try to keep a degree of professionalism. Professional but fun, you know? I'm a little work casual is, is how I describe this podcast. But, um, I don't know. I fell asleep um, during the movie. But I just get tired. It's it's weird because it's like um, my parents kind of feel like if you fall asleep during a movie, you don't like it. But I could fall asleep during my favorite movie. Just If I'm that tired, I will, I'll just fall asleep. Like It's not really something I can control. And uh, it's not like I really wanted to, but I just kind of zoned out. And then next thing I know, I was like, wow, wow, did I really blank out on a lot of that? But, I mean, it's not that hard a story to grasp. I still got the gist. I just missed, like, a couple scenes. Like, it wasn't even that much, to be honest. So, um, so yeah, just being honest with you, I, I missed a couple scenes. But, like, I don't know. It just happens sometimes. I feel like I'm growing more, and so I'm, like, falling asleep a lot easier. And, you know, sometimes it just happens. Even if I was watching, like, Ferris Bueller, I still might be able to fall asleep. I don't know. It's weird. I wish that was a a switch, to be honest. If I could just, like, fall asleep during a movie I don't like, that'd be awesome. I remember how much I hated the last Hobbit movie. I wasn't too crazy about any of them. I read the book, and I was like, this is not as good as that. But, um, But the third one in particular, I was like, this is awful. This is straight up the worst thing I think I've ever watched at that point. Because, you know, you're just starting to be critical. And around that time, I was pretty I was pretty young when those movies were coming out. And I just tried so, so desperately to fall asleep. Which, in retrospect, was really disrespectful. Because, like, um, one of my friends paid to take me. And I feel like his, his him and his dad were probably not too happy that um, that uh, Siesta Samuel over here was was trying to take the, take the highway to Snooze Town. But that's what I was doing. And, um... And and yeah, I just couldn't I just couldn't get it to work. But I tried to play it off like, oh geez, boring movie, am I right? But really, I just wanted to get out of there. I hated it and wanted to go home. So if that was an actual thing, man, I'd be kind of set. That'd be sick. Anyway, 
that's not what I'm here to to talk about about whether or not there's a an on off switch for being uh, interested in a movie and being awake. So um so yeah, Air Force One. Uh, I gotta tell you, the first thing that struck me about this movie is the set design. This is a really cool looking movie. Like it has really high production value. Well, mm, that's true. Um, I will be honest. Some of the special effects are pretty dated. Uh, some of this green screen is incredibly obvious. I think the best stuff is in the end. A lot of the stuff when they're like flying around and there's like external shots of Air Force One or like the fighter pilots and or, um, fighter jets and stuff. I was like, wow, this looks awful. But then there's certain stuff where I'm like, oh, okay, that actually looks kind of good. Surprisingly, the stuff in the daytime looks better than the stuff in, in the nighttime. Um, it's like, uh, the, the end when they're doing the zip line thing from, from the Air Force One to, like, the rescuing helicopter thingy, the military helicopter, that looked really good, actually, and I was, I really wonder how they did that, because I doubt they did it for real, uh, they almost certainly didn't, but, like, it looked so much better than the rest of the of the movie did. So besides that, I think it has pretty high production value. Everything looks very good. All the the sets are really, really, really cool. Uh, apparently, it doesn't actually have an escape pod. I looked it up, but it does sound really cool in there. Like private jet to the nth degree. They even say in the movie that you could run the whole country from up here, and it kind of feels like you could. I thought that was that was really cool. The how impressive the set was, and how it's like a it's a good setting. Um, you have the, like, the claustrophobia of a building, like, you have the tight spaces and, and stuff of a building, like, you wouldn't die hard, but it's, it's a plane, so that was really cool, it was just, like, an interesting idea, and, uh, and, yeah, just impressive, all the stuff that they had in there, like, a full meeting room, and just all the amenities, it was, it was really cool, uh, but, uh, but besides that, I thought the action was, um, was pretty good. There were some pretty brutal moments, and I thought that was super awesome, because um, I'm not a big fan of tame action movies. I really hate when it's like, PG-13 bloodless action for every movie. I really I really like some solid, like, John Wick-style action sometimes. I mean, there's a way to make it brutal and still bloodless, like Jason Bourne and stuff. That's, that kind of stuff can do that pretty well, but, like, I'm totally down for something like this, where it's just, like, point-blank headshots and, like, crazy, just, just brutal tactile action, so I was really a big fan of that, and, um, uh, I really did like all the performances in general, I thought the, the motivation was interesting, kind of like the, the nationalistic spirit, but then also trying to rescue the, the, the other general dude from the prison, to be honest, I kind of wasn't really following that part, because it's not really that, uh, I don't know, it's not really that important, and, uh, it was very American, I will say that, it was, uh, it was very, uh, it was very, like, go, go America, America's the best, America will clap everyone in, uh, in a fight, like, that was, uh, that was also interesting to see that on, on screen, because those kind of movies are, are very interesting, it's kind of weird to me to see movies like that for any country, where it's just like the point of this movie is to basically be propaganda. Uh, but I would also say about that whole thing, the whole conflict and everything, um, I thought it was really it was really interesting to see Gary Oldman as a villain, which I feel like to, to some people would be like, uh, why is that interesting? He only played villains, and that's true. But like for my entire life, I associated with, uh, him with 
Jim Gordon because that's the first thing I saw him in was Batman Begins, and then that's really the main thing I knew him from. But, I mean, he was the villain in this. He was the villain in um, uh, Fifth Element, I think. Fifth Element villain. It was definitely Gary Oldman. But, um, I don't know. He's a villain in a lot of stuff, right? Oh, this is this is embarrassing. <laughs> I feel like I should know this. Although, to be fair, I haven't seen The Fifth Element. Um... Yeah, it is Gary Oldman. Okay, okay. But, uh, but yeah, it's like I know a lot of people associated him with being a really over-the-top, um, like, um, identifiable villain. Like, he was kind of typecast as a, a villain for a while, but for me, it's weird to see him like that because I only ever really knew him as, uh, as Jim Gordon, who's, like, a very pure-hearted guy. You know, he's, he's Batman's best, best bud, his right-hand man, so... I thought that was that was interesting. That was weird to to see a movie where I'm like Jim Gordon, what are you doing? But uh, but yeah, it's weird to think it would be reversed for most people. And and also he's he's really good in this. Like he's really really good. Oh, he is in the professional. Okay, I knew I wasn't off because I knew it was a Luke Besson movie. But I was like, is it the professional or is it the fifth element? And then I was like, eh, it's definitely the fifth element. The professional seems wrong, but it's both. Okay, so I wasn't too, I wasn't crazy. He was, uh, he's a villain in True Romance, Bram Stoker, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yep, Bram Stoker's Dracula, um, all kinds of stuff. That's crazy. Anyway, I spent way too much time on this, but regardless, it was interesting to see. And, um... I will say it was a little long. I did start to feel like, okay, can we wrap this up? I feel like this did not need to be two hours. This could have been a clean hour and a half, hour and 45. And especially because I think a lot of it's just like back and forth gun battles, stuff that's not, um, that's not that interesting. Like there's some moments of action where I was like, damn, that, that was brutal. But then there's some moments where I'm like, okay, get on with it. And I think the the end was probably the, my favorite action scene because it's unique. Ooh, sorry, if you could hear that, that was my water bottle popping. Um, but yeah, that's like a that's probably the best part is the ending action scene. The idea of trying to get them out of the plane while it's like losing fuel and the engines are down and everything that was really interesting. Uh, I also love that almost every movie treats treats flying a plane like it was riding a bike. Like I know he was in the Air Force or whatever, but like. Jeez, man, I feel like I feel like that's not the same thing. I don't feel like that really translates. And I feel like there's so many action movies where it's like, can you fly this? No, but we're gonna find out. Like, I don't think that's how planes work. But uh, I mean, just just look at those consoles, man. That's there's so many buttons. I have no idea how you learn all that stuff. I did fly a plane once, actually. I mean, I wasn't totally alone. Like, I wasn't the sole pilot. Uh. I was with uh, I was with another guy who was like an actual pilot, but I was like I was like helping out and stuff. I did get to steer and I got to take it off and I don't remember if I got to land it or not. I mean like obviously if I did it wrong he would have helped, but I know my mom was not enjoying when I was uh, at the controls. She thought that was terrifying, but I mean I thought I had it under I thought I had it under control and the plane was in good hands and I'm still here now, or am I? No, I'm definitely still here, and it was it was pretty fun. But I mean, that's just a little tiny plane. Something like this, this thing is like a freaking penthouse in the air, and it's just like, yeah, I can do this. It's always that's always been funny to me in a lot of different movies. I feel like that's the case. But um, 
I also will say that the obviously the writing was never going to be great because it's kind of just a cheesy throwaway action movie, and that's fine. I totally accept that. I wasn't really expecting much more, but I do think it's funny how this is uh, one of those movies where it's like the character is just the best guy. It's kind of like the last Mission Impossible movie. I love that movie. I made a whole podcast about it. I, I love that movie so much. It's one of my favorites of like action movies of recent years, but... I love how the it's just like the whole thing is just Ethan Hunt's just such a good guy. It just really sucks, and his only flaw is he's just too good. He can't save everyone, and he wishes he could, and he's always gonna try. And that's just you know he's what a great guy. And it's like the whole movie is a weird sort of quasi love letter to a character. There's a little bit of that going on here where it's just like. Mr. President, I'm so glad you decided to stay with us. Or, Mr. President, man, you're such a good guy. Like, I'm so glad that they have that president up there. Like, okay. I don't know. It was, um, it's like I kind of wish there was a little bit more of an arc. Like, maybe he, he initially is going to get out of there and then last minute decides to say, and we, we may, we, um, we see him make that decision. Maybe it would have been a little bit more, it would have been a little different. Or if he had even a little bit of of fear about this at all, like a little bit of John McClane in there. I know, obviously, this this amount of thought probably never went into it, and that's not being mean. I'm just saying they they knew what movie they were making, and they probably didn't didn't really want to shoot for much beyond that. But I don't think it would have hurt. I I really don't think it it would have. You wouldn't have had to spend that much time on it, and just anything, just anything would have been cool. But it is was what it is. Um. I thought it was still I thought it was still a pretty fun movie. Uh, I'm, I'm not in a huge rush to go back and watch it. I well I thought it was enjoyable. It wasn't anything exceptional, so I would recommend it uh, kind of on a one-time viewing. If you haven't seen it either for a while or you've never seen it at all, it's definitely worth checking out. But there's certainly better action movies from this time, and there's a hundred thousand percent better Harrison Ford movies from this time. If you're just feeling a little Ford, you know. Oh, that get off my plane moment is really cool though. And his neck is like, I was like, damn, that was cold. That's another one of those brutal action moments. But yeah, anyway, it's pretty alright. I would say it's pretty alright. Ah, uh, okay. So before I get out of here, I want to say that I am grateful for um, a very good day today. Uh, just grateful that um, one of my friends is available and and down to go to the lake. We had a lot of fun. And uh, I never really like done anything with him besides like just hanging up, uh, ha- hanging out at parties and stuff. And it was it was cool. I was like a little nervous because I was like I don't know how this is gonna go if we're not um, with a bunch of other people. But it was totally fine. And uh, we got, we got to go wearing the mask, of course, wearing the mask in, wearing the mask out. We were being as safe as possible. But it was it was a lot of fun, and uh, I haven't really been to a lake or like a pool or anything that much at all this year so it was cool to go and it was cool to go with him i don't think he listens to this he's listened to like one episode but if you listen to this you should text me um that was fun we should do it again so anyway um i'm grateful for that if you like the show and you want to support it please consider leaving a review uh five stars would be super helpful if you think it's around one around one maybe keep it between yourself and your mom i don't know that's just me but like five stars would be preferable uh, while you're there, you can do it right in app. So while you're there, you could uh, maybe subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you want to follow the show on Instagram, where I post updates on new episodes and what the topics of discussion will be, you can do that at Movies and More Pod on Instagram, and then you can follow me personally at GVAndrewly1 on Instagram. 
And uh, if you want to email the show with any comments, questions, concerns, or suggestions, you can do that at moviesandmorepod at gmail.com. If you want to find a great landing page for all this, uh, a great like home for everything I just listed out, you can find that at moviesandmorepod.com, where I post um, every possible place you can listen to this, uh, links to all the places you can contact me, and links to the latest episode. So that's a great place to kind of find a home for all of that in a in a convenient location. So thanks if you've done all that, and thank you in advance if you're going to. But I will see you in the next one. Thank you as always for listening. And um, hey, man. This this podcast is over, so I have only one thing to say to you. Get off my podcast. <laughs> God, that was way better in my head. Okay, but seriously, though, thank you for listening. Uh, I will see you next time. Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andrioli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright, everyone. Today I'm here to talk about a very interesting movie. Uh, I would say this is probably a classic... Maybe you want to try a take two there.